What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. This is Anthony. I'm going to be doing a mini review of Last Night in Soho, which is Edgar Wright's most recent film. It came out, came out over the fall. James and I were lucky enough to see this in theaters, and it was a really terrific film-going experience. Edgar Wright has made some of our favorite films. I think that Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead are a couple of the best comedies made in the last 20 years, and this movie just was really different and unique for him. And in terms of uh, reviews for this film, it did really well. So it has... And on, on IMDb, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 75% critic score, well, which is very contrasted when you compare it to the 90% audience score. So um, fans definitely love the film more than critics did. Also, I think that Edgar Wright, his uh, fans of his like James and I, we really adore him because he's such a unique voice in filmmaking. So I think that our fan, we are just uh, really devoted to him as a filmmaker and are really encouraged every time he makes a film. This also has a 7.2 rating on IMDb and a 65% Metacritic score, which is pretty good. But the 7.2 is really good on IMDb with 67,000 votes. And this film has a really terrific cast. Thomas and McKenzie plays the lead Eloise, and she has been having a meteoric rise the last few years. She's a really terrific actress. Uh, you've seen her maybe in a couple of things like Jojo Rabbit was her most high-profile role before this, her, her first big leading role. And she just did a, an excellent job. Anya Taylor-Joy co-stars as Sandy, and she's been rising big time. I think everyone knows who she is nowadays. She was in The Witch. She was in Split. And then uh, she had. I think her most famous role to this date is playing the lead in Queen's Gambit, which was a big hit on Netflix. And then Matt Smith plays Jack and... We love Matt Smith. He was the doctor on Doctor Who for a few years, and we really loved that show and his interpretation of the character. And he's made a, a big name for himself as an actor in the UK. And then uh, this film was also co-written um, by... One second, sorry. Christy Wilson Cairns and Edgar Wright. Uh, this is the first time working with a female co-writer. He's worked with Simon Pegg as a co-writer on some of his films, like... Simon Pegg helped co-write Shaun of the Dead and the actually the entire Cornetto trilogy. And so I think Edgar Wright wisely was like, "Let's make I want to make a film with female leads. I've been doing male leads for so long for all my movies. I want to change the perspective of a lead character. And I think it was smart of him to uh, work with, to collaborate with a, a female writer to help bring in that female perspective. Uh, I think that's something that has, as much as I love all of Edgar Wright's films, it's kind of been missing a great female lead actor in all of his films. The, the the women in his films have always been supporting or, you know, the girlfriend of a lead character so or an ex of the lead character. So I think it was a great decision to make a film with female leads and also uh, get together with a female co-writer to help um, craft this story. And it, I think it worked in the benefit. And in terms of this film, it's much different from any other Edgar Wright film. I think he's made some of the best comedies uh, of the last 20 years. Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead are just really, really fantastic. And The World's End is very good. And Baby Driver was a great heist film. 
And I think that with Baby Driver, he got he got out of the comedy realm. It's very funny, but it's not a comedy. It has comedic elements. And I think the same thing with this. Like He's stretching his filmmaking chops in different genres. And with this film, he went into the horror genre and the thriller genre. And it has comedic moments. I would say the first act, it has some really funny beats. Thomas and Mackenzie is very charming. And uh, she pulled off his dialogue really well. But after the first act or so, the comedy is pretty much done once the story gets going. And it turns into a thriller and a, a suspenseful horror film and with great like drama and character um, difficulties and conflicts within her. And so he really switched up his typical filmmaking palette. And I think it, it was really refreshing to see this from Edgar Wright. As much as I love his comedies, I've always wanted to see him step out of comedies and because I think he's so talented and see him do something different. And he definitely pulled it off this with this film. And it is very scary. It has some really terrific horror scenes. I'm not going to spoil anything because I know not everyone has seen it, but he really upped the ante with this. Shaun of the Dead has some scary moments, but um, with this film, it is much more intense. And also his interpretation of horror uh, there's, there's, um, you could say there's, a, this is kind of a ghost story as well. And the way he, um, portrayed ghosts in this film was really fantastic, super unique. I'd never seen anything like it before. And obviously it makes sense because Edgar is such a creative filmmaker and all ultimately, I think this concept was just really terrific. It's, if you've seen the trailer, I mean, I'm not spoiling anything. Thomas McKenzie's character, Eloise, when she goes to sleep at night, she's transported into the past, into the 70s in Soho, and she begins interacting with the world of this uh, past. And Anya Taylor-Joy's character Sandy and Matt Smith's character Jack live in that world of the of Soho in the 70s. And Thomas and Mackenzie, when she's transported, you can tell from the trailer, she she's not like interacting with people or changing things what she's doing is observing everything so she observes what sandy does she observes what jack does and uh, she's often visible to the audience in reflections and so you'll see thomason and anya in the same shot but thomason is in the reflection of the shot and she's basically taking over the reflection of sandy and then oftentimes eloise who's thomason's character she'll eventually take over the body of Sandy, but she's not like controlling what Sandy's doing. She's basically, it's like a VR uh, bodysuit, essentially. She's like experiencing what Sandy experienced back then. And it, it at first you're wondering, is this really happening? But then, and it's in the trailer, she just, she's being, beginning to discover that these aren't just illusions, but she's actually really being transported into the past in the 70s. And this actually ties closely to events in the present are connected to events from the past and she's trying to solve this mystery of what happened to Sandy and how her past has affected um, the future in, in terms of the world she currently lives in, which is the present. And I think it was just a really terrific screenplay, great concept, and the execution's really great. This is Edgar Wright's most visually stunning film. He uh, hired uh, the cinematographer of Park Chan-wook, who is the great South Korean director, he hired his cinematographer for this film, and it definitely brought a new aesthetic to Edgar Wright's filmmaking. Definitely his best-looking film by far. And plus, you know, uh, shooting in the 70s with the wardrobe and the neon lights and the set design, it's just really a refreshing look for an Edgar Wright film. He always only made contemporary films set in the present, so it was great to see that in his filmography. 
And uh, the horror is great. The thrills are great. The It has a terrific villain, a great twist at the end. And I just think that all in all, he knocked it out of the park. And it's a, definitely a good time. One of the best horror films of the year. And I, rec- and I would say, in terms of Edgar Wright's filmography, it's not like top tier because he's made so many really great films. But I'd say it's like a lower tier. Like It's like a, around like The World's End. Um, I'd say maybe it's his fourth or fifth best film. But again, he's made amazing films only. So it's hard to beat his top three. But all in all, Last Night in Soho was a terrific time. Uh, very unique, very original. You never see anything like it. And I think that he really did a great job with the horror. And the actors really knocked it out of the park. So I recommend Last Night in Soho. I would give it a 7 out of 10 rating.